Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Andrew, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? All right. Very good. Thanks. Thanks. It looks it as though we're, we're in two different rooms, 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 but we are, we are actually, actually opposite each other. Each other. <laughs> uh, I've got this kind of huge rove background, and then you've got the, uh, you've got the uh, what do you call it, uh, blinds behind you. So it feels like we're in two different locations. But trust us, we are in the same room, right? Yeah, so um, yeah, it's good to see you, mate. Everything good? Yes, yes all, all good. good. Thank, Thank you. you. How's, How's your week been? Good. Good. Really, really busy, busy, actually. So, um, yeah, yeah been, been actually non-stop, um, which is good. We had that kind of Eid break and you're never really kind of sure what happens after Eid, whether that's people it, yeah, need exactly. even more time to yeah, adapt. Yeah. Um, but it feels as if Dubai's kind of really woken up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, I mean, if the traffic centers to go by alone, um, that's, uh, that's always a big indicator. But yeah. um, just while we kind of see a few more people joining us, so uh, we should probably say hello to you guys. Welcome to the Growth Show, guys. Um, so this is our weekly catch-up or roundup, round as it were, whatever, whatever you want to call it. it. Um, kind, kind of anything related, related to growth and, you know, what's out there uh, kind of regionally, locally and globally. So appreciate you guys uh, joining us. Appreciate the support. Uh, we've been going at this quite a while. So it's nice to have kind of familiar faces in the crowd, plus obviously new people joining all the time. So Yeah, it's actually been a year, advice. Andrew. So, um, is it really yeah, been, or is it, has it been me saying you've, you've for the last six months? Ages, but six it's weeks. actually a year this week so uh, oh really yeah so so should we celebrate week. next week then like wear a little party <laughs> yeah, hat sure. i'll celebrate by getting a shave or something there we go <laughs> that won't happen um, so we yeah. do have some new faces today as well by the looks of it some yeah good, that's good it. a few new, a few people, new people, people coming in, in. Uh, thanks, thanks for joining, joining us guys, guys. Uh, obviously, uh, obviously so, so to give you newbies uh, kind of a bit of an idea rundown of the show Amit and i kind of dive into anything of local interest at the moment kind of things, things that's popped, popped up in the news that we feel, we feel is, is a good talking point, point. Then, then we take a bit of a deep dive and um, we end up on a hack and, and this is the second um, um week, week effectively of, of the deep dive right as far as we've taken a look at uh different industries and and potentially how we believe they're ripe for disruption basically right um, you know, we, we stuck with recruitment last week uh, and it was cool. We had some, you know, recruitment professionals in the room that hopefully we didn't uh, tick off too much. No, we had some good feedback for that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. look, it's always, you know, when, when you're kind of looking at specific industries and we're not actively involved in those yeah. industries, yeah. I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think people appreciate the kind of, you know, the objective, the objective of, you know, almost like that view outside. Exactly. exactly. And I think that's, that, kind of, that was kind of consistent with the feedback we had. Yeah. That, um, you know, there's definitely some kind of new ideas and new ways of looking at things that perhaps I haven't considered before. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Hopefully, Hopefully some, some more of the same today. today. Yeah, yeah, well, we're in banking, banking today, right? Banking, credit cards, uh, looking at, I think, from, from a personal, personal perspective and a business perspective. perspective. I think that's obviously, uh, you know, personal banking and business banking, banking I mean, um, to, to see. But uh, but it'll be good to dive in. But what, what um, anything that caught your week, caught your eye this week? Um, yeah, I... One thing I saw, um, yeah. and I think a lot of it's been, uh, or a lot of new stuff is coming out of um, Apple's kind of privacy move, mm-hmm. uh, which we've spoken about before. But, yeah. um, you know, the fact that now potential, you know, advertisers or, or app owners who um, who don't now have access to what's going on on other apps yes. on your yeah. phone, um, you know, that's kind of created some challenges. And, and, and the one I saw was Snap, right, right. where they've basically said, look, why don't we just offer almost like a very direct e-commerce product as part of their advertising product? Okay. So now rather than kind of be reliant on what people are doing across other uh, platforms, yeah. Yeah. by kind of integrating it and bringing it sort of one step closer, mm-hmm. um, they, you know, they can use their own products to essentially drive sales. Okay. Um, I think it's a smart move. I think yeah. Snap, Snap have done a lot of um, really, I don't know, they've, they've just executed really well. Yeah, interesting acquisitions, right? It's yeah. very technology-based, not social-based. Right. And yeah. I, think they, I think they were very smart in kind of realizing that quickly that, mm. you know, mm. was, you know, the audience would sort of naturally come in as long as they kind of maintained what they were trying to do yeah. without moving the goalposts too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, you know, just, just those little moves that they do make, um, so they're now going to almost look at reintroducing those lenses when it comes to e-commerce and, and things like that as well. Excuse me. 
Oh, okay, excellent. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's cool. That's I mean, look, cool. my um, my one is, my one is along is a, a similar vein, actually. actually. Um, and this is the announcement, um, is the announcement of, the of the relationship between Shopify and Google. And Google. Okay. Um, so, I mean, so I think this is this is huge. huge. Uh, you know, Shopify, you know, Shopify during, during e-commerce, uh, COVID has kind of gone strength, strength to strength. strength. Um, you, know, um, you know, it really is one of those platforms that you can you can fire up a shop in thirty minutes, get yourself up and running and selling. It was it a bit was more a difficult, bit here difficult here locally, but now we're striving. I think it's uh, coming into the region. region. It's, 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 it's obviously a bit, a bit easier, easier to set up. Yeah, um, have you, have you uh, integrated yeah. Stripe to anything? No, I haven't. Okay. Uh, so I've integrated it into two sites. Perfect. Just to see how quick that process was. Okay. And then integrated into HubSpot. Yep. Um, the first time took me eight minutes because I was just fiddling around and trying to look <laughs> documents. Okay. Second time, five, six minutes. Really? I mean, that quick. Yeah. Bearing in mind, and, and I know there's people who who tune in who maybe don't understand some of the complexities that we face in this region. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last time I set up any kind of e-commerce um, or payment gateway to to, yeah. to any kind of store, uh, it took six weeks. Yeah. So we're, yeah, we're literally talking six weeks yeah. to six minutes. Six minutes. Yeah. I take it that so, um, you have this conversation with Jan, yeah, you're saving this nugget for later on, right? right? Yes. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> I'd obviously signed up for it last week yeah. and then it, it literally said you need documentation. That's why I, I said so I left it. But yeah. uh, that's good. Six minutes. Okay. And that, include, that included actually not just that, but like I said, integrating into HubSpot. Yeah. Well. So literally now through two of those portals, um, payments can be accepted through HubSpot landing pages. Crazy. Crazy. Like that, that quick. Yeah. Yeah. I look at So. so Shopify basically tied, tied up with Google, Google now. now. So um, obviously Google being a huge driver of e-commerce uh, through the shopping ads, um, essentially opening up that entire kind of platform now to, to a moment of discovery for, for kind of, you know, people that are on the Shopify network, right? Okay. Um, so I think massive opportunity. I mean, look, I think the what people are starting to realize potentially is it's relatively straightforward or globally it's been relatively straightforward to, you know, build a shop online, but to generate business and get customers is hard, yeah. right? So if you've now got the power of, of kind of Google to, to pull that in, I think this is, it's a, it's a move in the right direction, basically. I think, I think it's genius. Yeah. Look, I think um, Shopify for me are, are just one of the, I don't know, strongest companies to come out of COVID. Yeah, they, definitely. Um, I mean, their stock price reflects that as well. Mm. But they, they've just been, I think they're just a phenomenal business. Yeah. Honestly, I think when you look at everything they do, and, and literally everything they, they do, every move they make is designed towards uh, simplicity for users, mm-hmm. right? Because they're taking, obviously, you know, their revenue comes from from how active people yeah. are in terms of the stores exactly. and all those elements. Um, um, but, it, but not only that, only that it's the moves the they're moves making in infrastructure, infrastructure right, with a supply chain supply now, chain where they're, they, I mean, I think for the last year they've been acquiring you know, logistics, yeah, logistics like businesses, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, warehouses, yeah. distribution. Right, right, what they're, right. Trying, what to they're trying to do is, is say, okay, say, right, okay, right. If we are, I mean, they've only... The face of the business. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be the back end. And essentially what that means is that they make more money, right? Yes. And, but they're making that process so much smoother for all of their merchants. Mm-hmm. Everyone has created a shop on their platform. Yeah. And it's super smart. And and look, if we almost go back and... There's no way that Amazon is going to be able to continue being as big as they are. No. Right? Because no. Amazon's goal isn't to just maintain that. It's to become even bigger and yeah. even more dominant, right? Well, it's and, all about buying MGM, right, at the moment. Well, yeah, exactly. You saw that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which was nine, 9 billion. Okay, yeah. it's, it's, it's Pocket change. Yeah. And it really is, right? That's, that's <laughs> yeah. the reality of it. Yeah. But when you look at the... Um, there's just no way that no. the US uh, government or even the European Union well, commissioner are going to, you know, there's going to be antitrust uh, yeah. issues there. Amazon's probably going to be broken down into smaller companies, whether that happens, you know, in the short term or in the medium term, it's going to happen. Mm. But then that just paves the way for Shopify to mm. potentially be the single largest yeah, player yeah. within e-commerce, yeah. I mean, outside of China, obviously. Yeah. But, but they've, they've been smart about it as well, as far as, you know, having the platform that, They've got that whole ecosystem as well of, of kind of partners, right? So, you know, they provide analytics, for example, but there's, you know, 50 companies that also provide analytics on the platform if you want to integrate those as well. So I think they've done a good job of, 
you know, integrating other partners yeah. to make it even easier to to choose that as a platform, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly, exactly. Like you said, I mean, it's got a HubSpot integration. That's one of those native integration that's there, the Stripe integration, the other payment gateways. I mean, I think, as you said, they're trying to, it is one of those things that they, they almost, um, you know, epitomize the, the frictionless business now, right? Yeah. There's just no friction there. So, so yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, speak, speak, yeah, speaking of frictionless, uh, I, I thought this was just quite interesting as far as a, more of a bit of a land grab. So, so it, seems it seems Netflix, Netflix is, now is now courting, courting gamers, gamers. Um, as far as, as you know, you they're, 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 they're trialing a subscription, a subscription for, for gaming. gaming. So streaming, streaming games, games. So, so similar, similar to, to Apple Arcade, Arcade. Um, you know, you and, know and, 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 and obviously Amazon, Amazon as well, as well they, they, they have that, that kind of streaming, streaming game, games and everything. everything. So now Netflix, Netflix are looking at this subscription gaming, gaming which I thought was, was which was quite interesting because obviously billion, multi-billion dollar industry. Uh, and and I, I don't know, it just feels, it feels like, as we've obviously mentioned there, as far as the land grab for Amazon and that they're getting involved in so many different things. Perhaps Netflix now feels like they've got such a captive audience, you know, and we're only delivering movies and TV. What else can we deliver to this phenomenal audience that we've got, right? Yeah. So I just wonder, you know, games is first, but I wonder what will be next, right? Is it tying in with, you know, food delivery and things like that? Because obviously I'm sitting there watching or I'm sitting in front of a device, you, you know, know can can I, is there something else that can happen, happen on the back, back of that, right? And, and I think it's, yeah, it's a really good point. I think, I think for sure, I think Netflix have to look at uh, kind of diversifying away from content because we've yeah. seen, you know, another pandemic comes along and again, they can't go and produce new content. True. That becomes a bit of a challenge. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But also the cost of creating that content all the time. I mean, their, their content production budget is, is the equivalent of some small countries' GDP. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, that's how big it is, right? And a lot of competitors now, right? Competitors, you've got Disney branched out and yeah. kind of spun off and have done their own now. I think the likes of Discovery, which traditionally has been a very kind of TV or cable-based, yeah. is now, you know, streaming, right? You've got obviously the Amazon Primes of the world that, again, are streaming. So there's just there's so much more competition yeah. there now as well, right? Yeah, no, I think, I think that's, that's definitely one to keep a lookout of. Something interesting, just while we're on Amazon Fire, I don't know if you, you've noticed, but on the Amazon Fire stick, I spotted something last night, which I thought was quite interesting, based on the shopping. And they have live uh, channels that you can watch, shopping channels. So there's a guy, there was a guy last night on the Lego channel, and he was building like a Star Wars, you know, Darth Vader helmet. Yeah. But at the same time, you could buy that through Amazon, one click, and then scroll through a whole load of other videos that he's done wow. previously on live. So and there's people kind of doing fashion shows and all, and, and it was phenomenal. It was just going back to what you were saying about Snap and a new way of shopping. Yeah. Clear, this is something I've never seen before. It just kind of popped up with the new layout. Because you're already logged like, in. Yeah, exactly. I'm logged in with a fire yeah. stick. They know who I am. They know I'm interested in Star Wars, clearly, right? Um, and straight away, the first channel I see, live shopping channel, about 300 people watching him. Just kind of, you know, watching him build out Lego and, yeah. and and kind of, you know, him saying, oh, yeah, I did this build before you can do it. I, I mean, I don't know if he's a seller. It went through to Lego, so I don't know how that works. Sure. Uh, but I thought, it was, I thought it was pretty cool, actually. That's really smart. Yeah. That's really yeah. smart. I like that a lot. I mean, that's it. I mean, again, future of QVC and those kinds of channels is basically this, right? One yeah. one click instead of having a phone up and exactly. or go online or, and, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, just click straight seamless, away. Seamless, right? Very cool. I've got one. I've got one little bit before we uh, move on to the main topic. Yes, yes I saw that. I was just going to ask you. And it's and it's, uh, it's a funny one actually. So yeah. and I, I think this is very much US data. Yes, sure, sure. But um, but the sales of uh, hand sanitizers are massively down um, compared to say July last yeah. year. So in July last year, the weekly sales for hand sanitizers were fifty-two million dollars. Mm. And the weekly sales uh, last week uh, was nine point two million dollars, which huge um, drop. Yeah, and also, I mean, I mean, masks obviously would have dumped off a cliff, right? In uh, in terms of yeah, what's especially, the especially my mate who's in South Carolina this week. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's not there's no COVID there. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, well, yeah, but also it's not mandatory for masks, right? No, so that's right. So we've uh, yeah, so this is interesting. So I mean, all of these kind of industries, which and I, and I was talking to. Um, I played golf, funnily enough, with this uh, with this guy who um, runs a uh, perfume company. Right. And um, and they, they're the ones that create 
the concentrates, uh, okay. right, the formulas yeah, yeah. or whatever it is, yeah. and then they go and sell it to all these other brands. 3M and all right? that, yeah. And they're apparently the biggest in the world or second biggest in the world, like in the top two. Okay. And um, and he said nobody was going out, nobody was buying perfume, nobody was buying aftershave, but he goes, we've got a hand sanitizer business, <laughs> which has just gone through the roof. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, so it's, it's really interesting how, yeah. um, and he said that, that, saved, that saved for business for them. Right, must have, uh, yeah. Because of the licensing agreements and it's all based on, you know, revenue shares and, and yeah, I did. It's um, an interest industry I didn't even think about an impact. Right. Aftershave and yeah, perfume. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you've got an aftershave yeah. when you head out the door, right? You don't really kind of sit in your sit in the door, sit at home, yeah. sitting there basking in the aftershave. Where do you put aftershave? Me, so personally. You personally, mate. Yeah, yeah. Just on parts of my body wash. Right? <laughs> 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 like, no, the best like thing, but apparently, apparently it's here, right? Very right? late. Like, it's, it's here. It's, it's on the wrist. wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so I think on that note, let's uh, let's let's get into what we came to. Um so last week, guys, we, we spoke about um the recruitment center uh, recruitment centers. Yep, yep. And um, and the reason we spoke about that was because of a industry report. Uh, which came out, it was very kind of localized to where we are, the UAE, uh, but it did get us thinking. And, and essentially what that report outlined were the top sort of five, least five uh, trusted, trusted. Uh, industries. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. Um, and, and it was really interesting. So we kind of took it in order, but initially the, the least trusted industry or profession uh, within within this region were recruiters. Recruiters, yeah. Um, so we kind of took a bit of a deep dive on that to look at why that may be, what they can do, how do they kind of, you know, get away from that. Yeah. And what number, haven't they done? Right, exactly, yeah. Mm. Uh, and number two on our list was uh, credit card companies. Yeah. And again, we thought that was quite interesting because, you know, again, love them or hate them, you know, there's a real kind of purpose for credit cards. and all during COVID, yeah. But, um, but what, why is that, right? You know, it, bearing in mind, they, you know, potentially there's some good in there. Mm. Mm. Why is it that they don't trust, you know, credit card companies, or, mm. or perhaps again, is it that people who are selling credit cards or trying to push credit cards, right? Yeah, I think I think it may be more in line, you know, to to getting a credit card or or somebody trying to sell you a credit card. I think um, you know, there's 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 obviously um, there's obviously uh, issues associated to only a credit card, right? Aside from the costs and you know some people get stung with an annual fee and things they didn't know about or, or whatever um but i think i think, I think this, this you know leads, you know, leads to the fact, fact that, that people, people just trust trust trusting trust right? right right so, so you, know, you know as far as, far as you know, you know, cold, cold calling, calling or, or, or kind of had these lists. lists. I mean, I, I think, mean, I think what's, what's interesting about, about specifically, kind of if you look at the region, credit card, card companies, they've, they've gone, gone through, through a bit of a, a, a churn, churn, right? right? So, 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 so originally it was horrible here. You'd be hounded by credit card companies, right? And there has been some laws that have passed. So they moved into that other space that is very, dis, you know, distractional and disruptive malls. So, you know, you're a mall or you're a, you're a coffee shop or whatever, and, and there'd be a stand and someone like, do you want a credit card, do you want a credit card, do you want a credit card? So I think that that might be that trust element, right? It's just kind of like, well, I don't know, annoyance versus, yeah, think, you know. And I think, I think that comes down to, again, one of, the, one of the consistencies that we spoke about in terms of these five professions um, were how people are kind of, paid, right? Mm. So if, you know, whether you're exactly. perhaps in recruitment, yeah. Um, you know, selling credit cards or pitching credit cards. Uh, real estate was on that list, yeah, that's right? right? Yeah. Uh, wealth managers or yeah. kind of financial, uh, advisors. financial advisors yeah. on that list. Um, and, and what we kind of saw, which was very clear from a consistency perspective, is that a lot of these guys are paid in commission. Yeah, numbers go. Very kind of, yeah. you know, low basics, high commission. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, and, and so, you know, is, is that one of the reasons why these industries are, are not trusted? And I think that credit cards, Credit card industry, and I think also when we, you know, if we kind of extend this to to you know, banking, to, yeah, banks, bankers, yeah. like like you know, people offering loans, yeah, yeah. other sort of uh, financial mm. uh, products, you know, if that commission component is in there, mm. um, is that what's affecting a how these people are out there yeah. pitching these products, right? Are they kind of you know excluding mm. bits of information that might be actually really important, but they perhaps believe that might impact a sale. So yes. they're very kind of sale focused, getting people yeah. over the line. Yeah, yeah. Which I which I for credit cards I definitely yeah, see definitely. that. Yeah, yeah. Um 
but yeah, I think I think it's really interesting to see like, okay, why? You know, mm-hmm. what is what is the reason? And I think I think especially in the sort of this industry, right? When we're talking about money, mm-hmm. um, I think that's part of the challenge because I think everyone's and especially right now, you know, so and for the last year or so, people have been very sort of apprehensive mm-hmm. and very careful um about um where they're spending their money. Mm-hmm. And actually I was at an event yesterday which had um McKinsey uh, presenting. And they were talking about the labels. Well, naturally, but I think people are. <laughs> but I think what they did see is the shift in how people are shopping. Right. Right. And and so uh, one of one of the guys, one of the panelists, um, is uh, is leading. You know, I think I think I signed an NDA, so I've got to be careful. But basically, um, leading a car manufacturer that's very prestigious, and starts with an R, and. Um, Oh yeah, they famously did uh, buy a credit card in Saudi Arabia. Right. That's public. It's in the public domain. Okay. Yeah, so you can buy you can buy yeah, okay. cars through credit cards. Right. But what this guy was saying is you can't get one of their cars until next year, right? Because right. the ultra rich yeah. have maybe just got richer and yeah, affected yeah. and yeah. not impacted. Um, but what the McKinsey guy was saying is actually the trend at the moment is that people who were buying maybe sort of. Uh, mid to high luxury, not maybe mm. the premium. Mm. Um, so many of those are now spending their money in other places. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. so, so going, going to, to maybe slightly like, cheaper um stores, like you know, maybe going from a Waitrose to a Spinnies. Sainsbury's or something. Yeah. But what but, yeah. but essentially that's that's what's been the trend, right? Yeah. And so when people have got that kind of almost um I don't know they're very careful in terms of where they're spending the money, that mindset. Uh, um, the last thing you want to do is then, you know, get caught out by somebody um, from a financial perspective. And yes. I think people are then naturally on guard, yeah. right? Um, but I don't know. I mean, what was, what's, I mean, what other challenges do these guys face from your perspective? I, I think, I think from a, the, the, the credit card and, and kind of banking scene, I think is more, it seems to be more driven by incentives. And I mean gimmicks versus actual you know credible incentives i think if we look at it from a personal perspective and then we can talk a bit about business accounts but i think from a personal perspective most of my you know friend set let's say has credit cards based on some type of benefit right um and it may be golf it might be previously for sure it was points right uh you know mileage associated to uh which is kind of dropped off a cliff um some of it's cashback Specifically here, because most of the schools are private, um, you know, some element associated to cashback when you pay for schools or when you pay for certain things. Mm-hmm. So I think they're incentive-led, right, in the sense that people are not using credit cards necessarily because they have to or want to. It's more about some of the cool stuff that I get with it. Maybe lounge access, sure. right? So you get a credit card with lounge access when you when you kind of fly yeah. and things like that. So I think that's that's that's, that's, that's also an interesting, interesting dynamic, dynamic when, when, when you're, you're, you're selling, selling something, but it's, it's not, not actually, actually the reason that someone's purchasing it. If that, if makes, that sense. makes sense, right? It's, right. it's, it's more it's about more what about I get, what for, I get that, for that as opposed to actually the usage. Right. right. I think, what, yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and that, that kind of goes in line with, there uh, was an interview I was watching a couple of weeks back, and um, and it was this and professor out of the States, and he said the worst invention that's ever been created was the debit card, right? And he's like, why would I take a risk on my personal money when I can take a risk on the bank which is essentially credit card where yeah. you're protected you have yeah, yeah, more, right. blah, blah, blah. Super, super interesting right and i think again yeah, it's, it's one of those where use a credit card properly costs you nothing yeah and the benefits are there so that that makes but then you'd think well surely that just plays into the hands of these credit card guys why, why are they not trusted if they're offering something that's potentially hugely beneficial and again i think it comes down to what they're not telling the yeah that's what i mean i, th- I think it, it's more of okay look you can you can get this, this, and this, and then when you you know get down to nitty gritty, it's it's very much uh, you know a honey trap, right? Yeah. It's okay. What well, I can get gold access on my card, yeah, yeah, but the the fees like you know a thousand dollars to join. Well, hold on, we didn't talk about joining fee. Uh, it's just you know it's the first year, and then you look in the small print, and it's not just the first year; it's continuation of the years and forever you've got it, right? Um, and and then perhaps it's 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 different levels of access based on that. Oh, well, hold on, you don't qualify because you don't have the right salary or whatever. So yeah. I think I think they're they're honey trap driven, right? So it's kind of reeling you in, having a conversation, then looking as opposed to possibly, possibly being honest and upfront, 
you know, straight away. Um, because if you look at even all of the, so there's been a transition to the way they're kind of targeting individuals. It's running online now, it's running on social. Um, you know, but you only just have to, you only have to look at all the comments, for example, on some of these ads that, you know, just people are not happy, right? You know, it's like, oh, I didn't know it was going to cost me this, or I couldn't access this, you know, whatever. Well, I think that's, that, that's part of the problem here as well, right? Yes. So, you know, everyone has that, everyone has that story about their bank. Yes. True. Right? Very true. Very yeah. few people kind of sit there and say, hey, I had a, such a great experience <laughs> with my bank yeah, and yeah. moaning about something, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Very um, true. You know, so so I think that's part of the challenge because, mm. again, credit cards, less so elsewhere, but over here are very kind of intrinsically linked to mm. banks, right? Yes, yeah. And I think that's, that's, part, that's part of the issue here that, you know, essentially you've got people who are perhaps dissatisfied, mm. you know, I think people want to work with, I think people are happy to work with a bank which perhaps has, I don't know, a reputation which isn't as bad as the others, right? Mm, rather than, yeah, rather than yeah, it's one a, that's got best of the worst, as it were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. there's that kind of mentality when it yeah. comes to this industry. But um, yeah, so so one thing I wanted to ask you, Ben. Yeah. Is we we constantly contacted by uh, by fintech startups. Yes. Why do you think that is? Why do you think this is the industry? Because I mean, so much funding now is going towards fintech, yeah, towards fintech, right? Yeah. Why? Why do you think that is? Why is it that I don't know? New startups are seeing that much opportunity in this sector as opposed to to other sectors. I, I think I think essentially because aside from the trust issue, it is essentially you know a broken industry, right, across the entire financial space mainly because of the incumbents that are there and, and the, the legacy associated to, you know, wh whatever currently sits, right? I feel like that's the reason that is most likely open for disruption because you've got these big behemoth financial organizations that either through regulation, regulation or, or trust, trust or, not trust or data, data policy, policy, protection policies, policies, even in some cases, you know, government restrictions, yeah are not able to move with the times or are not able to be as proactive as they need to be in this current current climate. So I'd say that's, that's you know, well, that's things not outside credit, credit like things like peer-to-peer -peer -peer lending, lending, all of this, all of this kind, of kind of stuff, stuff it's just become, become a lot, a lot more, more open, open, right? right. Um, um, so I think, so I think that, that, I feel, I feel like, like that's, that's one, one of the reasons. reasons. Yeah, I think, I've, look, I think you're right. I think it's, and it, but it's, it's right for disruption also yeah. because... I mean, these guys don't really make decisions quickly. No, they haven't moved with the times, like what you said. Yeah. Um, but I, I go back and and um, obviously one of my my cousins own, owns a large um, foreign exchange foreign business exchange in the UK. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and again, that business and that whole industry today, that kind of FX company. Yeah. That industry exists purely because the banks were just trying to be so greedy with foreign transfers. Yes. That's it. Yeah. True. That's yeah. it. Right. It's yeah, almost yeah, like. Yeah, yeah they failed to kind of understand that actually if they made this much instead mm, of this mm. much, but then made it really difficult for new companies to enter that yeah, industry. Yeah. I mean, today they've, I mean, for billions and billions of dollars globally that are going through foreign exchange focused businesses yeah. as opposed to banks, banks it's not. Mm. And guess, yeah. guess what? Guess where these foreign, guess how these foreign exchange companies operate? Mm. They operate for banks. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. So they've gone in and negotiated rates much better with yeah. the banks than what the banks are willing to offer their customers. And on yeah. the back of it, the banks have now creative, created yeah. an industry that, that hurts. Yeah. It really yeah. does hurt because yeah. you know, there's, there's so much money that's not going going directly through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, I think it's, it's you know, but every part of this, I think, is a challenge. You mentioned earlier when we were talking about Apple, you know, yeah. and how Apple are getting in. But yeah. again, that comes down to probably frustrations that people have, I guess. Right? Yeah, it's bizarre. I mean, the Apple, the Apple game is, is, is bizarre because obviously the, the narrative was very much based on uh, security again. So they're definitely kind of priding themselves on that security privacy play, right? And and the narrative was very much around security, right? Where every transaction would generate a, you know, randomized number so there wouldn't be, you know, that traditional sense where you kind of, you know, I mean, <laughs> we've done it where, I've 
you've sent me and I've sent you pictures of credit cards and on WhatsApp, right? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, so obviously we didn't do that for banks listening. Um, but, but the, but you know, they, they led with that security thing because again, it was broken. Right. And I think at the time this was pre COVID, but obviously, you know, ideal time because more people are transacting online. Yeah. A lot of people, I mean, some banks, especially in the States and UK are offering online cards only right where most of your purchases are going to be yeah. um, but i wonder even with something like that how often how often we're going to need a physical card i mean why do we need a card anymore yeah. obviously you know in some countries there's not the tap functionality um but but i think obviously with covid nobody wants to touch money right at all nobody wants to handle money or handle you know, let alone a card and why would you when you've got your iphone or your, your android or your apple watch or whatever you know everything is touch based right and it, everything's trackable as well right that's the amazing thing you know open your apple wallet and you see all of these transactions that, that you've made right so i think yeah i think there's there's definitely space for for some of those let you know if you look at something like for example the cash app is always interests me in the states so Cash App started, um, I only had a, credit, a debit card at the time, but Digital Bank, bank they, they basically, basically, you know, their, you know, their whole, whole uh, startup, startup philosophy, philosophy was based, based on, on for every, every uh, account, account that opened, $10, $10 goes to a good cause, right? right? Um, you know, you choose the cause, right? right. Um, plus, plus, obviously, obviously if you start, you start to put more money in, money you can allocate money to a good cause. Then you can buy cryptocurrency. Then you could just made it easier to access different stuff, right? And I think that as soon as you start to, as soon as you start to make things easier for people, because that's the other thing, banking is hard yeah. it's hard work right, right? I, I mean it, it, you know, know it, 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 it's, it's frustrating and it's difficult and all of these other things so as soon as you have got an industry that is difficult to deal with and then you've got organizations that are difficult to change that's that's just right yeah. right right for opening you know yeah. no no i think i think you're totally right there I think I think they've we, we spoke about recruiters last week and yeah. how they potentially missed out on some opportunities during covid yeah yeah right yeah. What's your thoughts here? Where do you think these guys have really missed out? I, 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 I can't believe, can't believe that, that, that no, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Regionally, Regionally, obviously, is what, what we see, see right? But right. obviously, we keep a track on things in the US and Europe. But it feels, it feels as, though as though no one, no one really, really you know, stood, you know, stood up, up and, and, and owned, owned the e-commerce space, space from a banking perspective. And by that, I mean that... Everyone, Everyone started, started to see it, to right? See the it, right. Transition, transition across, across to, to, you know, moving, you know, moving to digital, digital going, going back, back to what, what you were saying about people thinking from a budgetary perspective. Still now, most of my friends, they don't go shopping, right? It, it, it's all online because you can basically budget as well, right? You, you, you don't... You don't stand at the checkout and grab things at the checkout or you don't, you know, see something and, you know, which everyone has done in the past. So I think um, I think with 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 that in mind, it's interesting how no one kind of took on the ownership of that and said, let's start educating a whole host of people that have never, you know, shopped online, never had to use a credit card, never had to use any credit facilities, um, you know, any of this. And, and then also at the same point, you know, not much of a tie in. So you do see sometimes with like the Amazons, so things that people are obviously making more bigger purchases online, so there's staggered payments or, or this kind or of thing. But still, still, again, it's so, it's hidden, so away hidden away and so deep, and so deep, you'd, never you'd never know about, about, it. about, it. Why about it. Why wouldn't you be shouting about, about that, right? right? You know, when, you, know, when you, you, you go online, you can buy pretty much anything you want now. Oh, and by the way, we can help facilitate that. We can help you do this. We can help you do that. So I think it's just interesting that no one really took took the opportunity to jump on that, right? And kind of, Kind of take control, control of it, of it right? effectively. Right? I think that's and that's also, also, you know, with, you know, with, with um, I think, I think tying again is another thing. thing. I mean, I know you 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 bank with somebody where they've tied in the facility to buy shares and you know gold and and this kind of thing. And I think why haven't all of the banks done that? Why haven't the banks, you know, almost looked like themselves as as a vehicle to access to individuals with money, as opposed to a place where people put money. It's 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 like you know you've got access to all of these people and you know so much information about them, precious information. Why hasn't anyone taken that opportunity, mm -hmm. right? Um, really, I mean that's that's it's, it's, that's what I, th I think the interestingly in 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 UK there's Virgin Money, money right? right? So, 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 so they took, they took over a whole host of uh, uh, I think the, the bank there was, was. But, but essentially, essentially what, was what was interesting about those, about those is obviously pre-COVID, pre um, they they, they, they were, were saying, saying that, that you know. You know 
no one no wants one to go to a bank. bank. And I think, and I, I don't know if you've been in banks back home, we must have banks recently back home. They're very different from when we left, right? It doesn't, it's open space and it's, you know, I don't know. But the Virgin Money is quite interesting because they turned this place pretty much like that to a place where there's a co-op workspace, there's a coffee shop, there's a couple of e-commerce clients that are kind of sitting there and you can do returns. Oh, and by the way, you can do your banking. Right. So it's kind of like, you, you, you know, you, you go there for perhaps a meeting, we'll have a coffee, we'll catch up, and actually I'll do my banking while I'm here, yeah. right? Or speak to an advisor about X, a loan or whatever. I mean, so, so I think that's an interesting approach that they're doing. Um, but again, it's rare, right? I think that, that approach is rare. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Look, I think it's it's funny when we look at we look at some of these opportunities. I think one of the bigger bigger opportunities as well have been from a communication standpoint. Yeah. You know? Okay. Because I, look, I think in the early days of COVID, again, we can only talk locally because we just haven't really travelled no, <laughs> like no. we were before. But what we saw hands on was a lot of banks actually for the first time being proactive and saying that we understand. Mm. Do you need support? Do you need help? Uh, okay. Like, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. there that kind of stuff. Mm. And I think that was good because I think mm. they, they kind of understood that people needed that. And yeah. then they were like, shit, COVID's kind of not going away. <laughs> <laughs> and so after about three months, they were like, okay, enough now. We've helped enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it was back to business, right? Yeah. But I feel as if they've missed out on, again, I think, you know, some of the communication, mm. you know, the, the helpful communication, right? Yes. The, not just, I mean, the supporting side was phenomenal, but the kind of help, the general mm. help, mm. right? Mm. You know, in terms of, okay, look, you are maybe transacting more online now. Mm. Perhaps you need to be more careful about this. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's just other things. Yeah, yeah. Like it's that. interesting. I wonder, I wonder you and I spoke about, 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 about this, about the airline, the airline industry and potentially how they may have taken advantage of the COVID, COVID situation, right? right. Um, um, as far as, as far they're as offering, offering to you as a, as a traveler, right? right? There's, there's some things that they seem to be doing right, and there's other areas we think they definitely shaped some corners there. And I think that... The banking, the banking space, space is, probably is probably also, you know, one, one of those areas. I mean, reduced hours of customer care and, you know, things like this. I think it, it, there's obviously there is there's been a, a, a bigger drive to online encouragement to, to kind of interact on apps and interact yeah. online. But but, you know, the, the plain fact is that sometimes you just need to get to a branch sometimes here. Um, you know, and, and th- th- obviously with the reduced hours online of support and reduced hours in, in branch, I wonder how long that's going to go on for or similar to is that ever going to come back? You know, because previously it was 24-7 support. You could three o'clock in the morning, you could have a conversation about a like right? Yeah. Uh, now all of that's been stripped way back, right? And it's, it's kind of emergency sure. services only. And I wonder if if some of those, you know, is this a game where somebody has pulled back on that customer support? Is this a chance for a digital bank to go in and go, well, all of our all of our customers transact online anyway, for yeah. example. Um, you know, you don't need to visit a branch. You don't need to, oh, by the way, we're 24-7-4-7. Because right? we always have it. Happen. Yeah, look, I, 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 digital, digital banks aren't new either, right? No, I mean, no, and, no, And they've no. been working, working, working phenomenally well for years. Yeah, yeah. Um, the funny thing is, for digital bank banks over here, which say, "Hey, you can open an account in, um, you know, in, you know, instantly yeah, or yeah, in 24 yeah, hours." Yeah. Um, again, again, having kind of, kind of tested that out, <laughs> it's like the first one took four weeks um, because you know someone had to still look at whatever. Yeah, because you have still yeah. have to submit documents yeah. and be, you know, yeah. by the time they review it and, yeah, and yeah. kind of get back to you, I mean, it was nuts. Yeah. You know, but I think, yeah, look, I think, I think you're right. There's definitely been more, um, a bigger drive towards using the app and do, and, and look, that's great. And I think if, as long as I get the user experience component, right, it works. Yeah. That said, the, the, who we bank with as a business, mm-hmm. obviously I had my visa renewed a couple of months back. And uh, and so they're like, look, your Emirates ID is expired. And I'm like, okay, cool. Can I just send it to you? No, you need to go into a branch. And I'm like, again, this is just stuff like this, which just frustrates you because yeah. I don't want to go to a branch. No, I mean, that's no. the last thing in the world I want to do. But, yeah. But again, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think what, you, you know, the, it goes back to that that piece that there's certain elements that, 
and this goes back to potentially those incumbents again and, and old tech where you know from a government perspective in in this region um very highly digital right so you know you can do a lot online from a government perspective in the last two years and you couldn't do previously right it was kind of go to this guy this guy this guy this guy this stamp this stamp this stamp come back in six weeks that's all kind of transformed from a digital perspective and, and i think there's those allowances for other financial institutes to kind of lock into those um, but I think sometimes there's a financial, um, you know, cost associated to that native integration, uh, either through technology or access or licensing or whatever. And I think some of the time, there's just not the facility to do that, right? Yeah. Um, so, and I think that and that's that 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 is that challenge, you know, trying to get and look go back to that trust piece. I, I think the thing is that in our part of the world, we give up our personal information almost daily. I mean, to get in a building here, you've got to hand over an ID, right, which effectively has everything on it. I mean, you're given over an ID that has, you know, your blood type on there and all this kind of stuff as well. And now if you're vaccinated or not, um, but that's unusual, right? In a lot of parts of the world, you, you know, people would scream blue murder before handing over any kind of personal information. So I think that that, again, is something else that, that has to be considered because obviously in the financial space, it's got to be regulated, right? You know, it's got to be, there's got to be, you know, checks and balances or whatever, right? I mean, this is why we've seen some of the carnage with crypto, right? Over the last two weeks, it led to believe that it's all based on Chinese trying to siphon money out, right? Chinese billionaires um, through us, through a space that doesn't really exist, right? Um, so, you know, as much as as much as it's, it's, it's right for the picking, it's, it's, perhaps looking at focused areas, right? Or providing technology to that space, as you said, with FinTech. Yeah, I agree. So what does the future hold, mate? Future hold? That's it, crystal well, ball stuff. Sorry, just, just for this. Crystal thing. ball stuff, yeah? Just, yeah. just yeah. specifically yeah. around banking. Around banking. Yeah, well, look, we can, we, I, we I, kind I, of touched I, on some parts. Yeah, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll tell, tell you, I don't know if you remember this. this. Um, a massive about seven, seven years ago, we were at a conference in Abu Dhabi, and we were speaking around, I think, you know, acquisition, kind of, client acquisition. And there was a bank at the time that just built this branch for kids. Right. It was a branch for kids okay. and it was kind of Lego and there was all kind of stuff and it was to encourage children. And, and look, what they were doing was was something that we're quite passionate about, financial literacy for children. Mm -hmm. Right. But it was getting them into the branch because it was like, you know, how are we going to get these kids in the branch and, you know, kind of get them working and getting them yeah. doing that? I don't know if if if, you know, now we're seven years down the road. I mean, really, any of our kids going to you know, even know what a bank branch is, yeah. like your local bank, I, I just don't think they will, you know, and, and because, I mean, now, obviously, it's relatively straightforward for them to fire up their own, you know, bank account through, through us, obviously, uh, but everything's on an app, right, you know, that they need, sure. right. Um, and so I, I wonder, you know, I wonder if the, the kind of the, that industry at the moment, look at that kind of age group, right, focus on that kind of age group and what they're doing, how they're purchasing things, what are they integrated with? You know, is it that you go with a bank because they have a relationship with Sony and PlayStation, right? Um, similar to you and I may get a credit card based on golf, right? Tea times, what, what is it that as a, as a kid you have to offer, right? Yeah, look, I think that's, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah, because I mean, my kids have, bank accounts here with a local bank and literally they'll save up their money and once a year go and deposit it, it because there's no good experience no. They, they're not saying to me on a weekend let's go to bank right no. you know having having sat because I'm, I'm like if you want to go and do your banking you go and do it i'm yeah, just trying yeah. to train them to get into the right habits yeah, yeah. but there's no need for, I mean, like, it's it's just very underwhelming if you're a kid, I suppose, yeah. going into a branch. And how much of that do you carry forward? I don't know. I mean, it's a stale industry, I think, is part of the problem, mm. right? Mm. And and I think what, you know, if anything, people, more and more people are perhaps talking about finance and, and things mm. like that. Because of things like Bitcoin, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, and crypto. I think the gamification piece is something we shouldn't ignore. Because the gamification, if you look at a lot of the digital banks, you know, their, their angle on millennials or, or, you know, Gen Z is very much driven around gamification, right? So, you know, encouraging people to use 
whatever it may be, make more deposits or do this or do that yeah. in order to win something or in order to get access to. You know, I think that th th there's a lot of that. So it's kind of if you look at um, well, look, if you look at specifically, for example, there's there's a lot more cross promotion that goes on in the States, I feel, than, than this part of the world. And, you know, you look at banks and you look at, for example, telco providers, yeah. they'll give you Netflix, right? So so they'll tie up with Netflix, you you sign up. And we've seen it here with kind of like entertainer and stuff like that, where you've got, you know, that, that there. But for kids specifically, I think it's more about that online space where they are able to you know, instantly buy a PlayStation network or, or, you know, Minecraft credits or whatever. And yeah. just, you know, again, turning, like I said previously, it's almost like turning the, 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 I, I, I tell you what it is. I, I feel like, um, and we've spoken about this with some government organizations and I feel like any organization that has not had to work hard for data truly doesn't understand the value of it. So to open a bank account, I have to give you my name. I have to give you this. I have to give you that. I have to get all of this. You've got all of it from day one. And then they haven't done anything to get it. So the value of that, I think, is kind of like, right, it's not there. It's not there. Whereas someone like, I just want your email. Just give me your email. I'll give you an iPad. I just need you, you know. So it's kind of, so I feel like that That still is a challenge, right? So you still, and I think, if, if, if you, you look at that first, first and then they start, start to realize, to realize what they really have, have. And, then and then start, start to look at what happened and leverage that, I think that's, I think that's what it is. I think so there's a couple of funny things here. So, so the first thing, I think you, you, I think you nailed it there personally. They don't know what they've got and so they don't know how to use it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I think, I think we can summarize it by that. And I get that constantly. So I have, um, my bank phoning me up and there's a dedicated gold line. So I've got that number saved. So when they call me, I answer. Yeah. And they're like, Mr. VS, you're a gold, uh, gold uh, member with us and blah, blah, blah. Um, got a new credit card. And I'm like, okay, cool. What they forget is because of the crazy rules that we have in this place, because I'm self-employed. Yes, that's right, yeah. I pretty much have to put down yeah. the total the value of your credit, of a credit card <laughs> as a deposit, <laughs> exactly. yeah. which 15, yeah. 16 years on is still is still mind-blowingly frustrating. Yeah. Right. Um, but and I say to them, I'm like, cool. I was like, you know, I'm self-employed, right? And they're like, oh, what? I was like, because I've banked with you for 16 years. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? And we've had yeah. numerous conversations that yeah. must be on your system somewhere. Yeah. And and they're really used to it. Yeah, but I think the, the other funny thing, and it's just a story for when when I did open up my kids' account, um, went online, searched, you know, which banks allow kids for uh, bank accounts for kids, because I know again it's a bit funny over here. Mm. And there was about at that time there was only I think three banks that right. allowed it, right? Right. So I went to the first one because I banked. And I was like, great, that's that's ideal. Great. Yeah. Um, and it said, yeah, we have kids, uh, we have kids' bank accounts. Minimum uh, minimum balance was a hundred thousand dirhams. Which <laughs> what's that? What's that in real money? It's about thirty thousand dollars. Right. Minimum balance. Like we accept bank accounts yeah. from kids from the age of like yeah. four or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minimum balance thirty thousand dollars. Now bear, bearing in mind, my kids were genuinely clutching two hundred dirhams. Well, they, no, they were depositing two fairy money. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> It was two fairy money. It was yeah, like yeah, hundred yeah. euros, right? Yeah. Accumulated over about ten teams. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And um, and yeah, I mean, this is this was just the it's just craziness. Again, I think I think that's that's the see that's a decision that someone at the top's made. Yeah, definitely. Okay? Yeah. And the decisions that are made at the top are the ones that filter down to the bottom. Mm. And I think that's potentially why you have so many issues, right? They don't feel you know again. Perhaps the guys making the decisions at the top. Yeah. Are like we don't want to pay our credit card sales guys any money because we just need them to sell, and if they sell, then we'll pay them. Yeah. yeah. But what they don't realize is these guys are out there selling something in a really bad way that makes their bank and their business look yeah, terrible. Terrible. Ultimately, impacts them. Totally. Right. And it's, yeah. I think it's so. I think there's so much to yeah, yeah. that. And and I know now people are like you know doing these happiness surveys and. Mm. 
NPS. I, I've never received an NPS from my bank. Yeah, right. Um, so do I even care how I feel? Probably no. not. You know, as long as I keep banking with them. Yeah. Um, and and every now and then they do their best to piss me off. So I yeah, you know, yeah. like I'll you know I'll get that phone call. That reminds me that yeah, my yeah. own bank that I've banked with for sixteen years won't give me a credit card. And then I'll also yeah. have my account. No, no warnings. No, no, just, no. just like, where's like, like, the kind of, where is that kind yeah. of, you know, the people side of it? Yeah. It just yeah. lost. No, there's a massive disconnect, for sure. Cool. So, um, a few minutes left. How can we, what we got this week? We've got a pretty cool one. I think we'll just, I don't know, this series of Hack of the Week is turning into how to replace these people. Uh, that, that's, that's what it kind of feels, feels like, like in, inside your organisation, essentially. But, but um, you know, you know, had quite, had quite, a, quite a, a humorous conversation with, uh, with one of our filmmakers who uh, around this. And basically, uh, this, uh, this came, came out, out of uh, a good friend of ours, uh, James Pikeway. I kind of said, listen, I need some urgent captains uh, for a video, five-minute video. What have you got? And he goes, these guys are amazing. Have a look. Um, so it's get capped. Uh, G E T C A P T E. Um, that's that's the actual uh, name of it. And the, I mean, first and foremost, they give you kind of a free trial to test, uh, you know, the validity of it, see how great it is. Um, and then, crazily, um, the the kind of standard standard pricing is twenty euros a month. Um, so unlimited videos for that, uh, up to five minutes. Okay. Even if you want to go on the premium, yeah. which quite frankly, I don't know, you know, it, it's 20 minutes of video, unlimited, unlimited video. video. Yeah. Right, right. So, so I mean, I mean it's, it's, and, and, and what do you do then? So just, just so you roll, roll in the video, and then just, it, 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 it reads, reads the video, video and then yeah. it basically spits, spits out, out the captions. captions. All right. So the only so thing, thing that, that it didn't pick, pick up on in my entire five minutes was Nexa. The rest of it cleans the whistle. Uh, to, so, so is it AI and machine based? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, wow. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, wildly, wildly impressive. impressive. Yeah. Um, obviously, I mean, you, you still would go in there, go, go in there, and and um, you know do your due diligence as far as what it picks up on. Yeah. But but uh, it managed to pick up everything. So yeah, I think uh, for those of you out there that, uh, that that kind of are producing content, so this came on the back of a conversation as well, a wider conversation. We're producing content. Eighty percent of videos in social media are watched silently. Um, so that's why you see a lot yeah. more kind of captions associated to video content. So I think it's just something to, to consider. Yeah, that's yeah. really smart. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. So get capped, guys. So um, listen, guys, thank you. Thank you for watching and listening. We really appreciate your support. Uh, so we have been doing it a year. So perhaps we want to kind of have a bit of a celebration next year, wear a silly hat or something, uh, as it were. But obviously next week we are looking at uh, an interesting industry, I think, uh, real estate. So, uh, so as part of this, you know, untrustworthy series, uh, we're diving into real estate next week. So, I think uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we've got some really good insights for that as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, we've yeah, got, um, definitely. Yeah, definitely some uh, some stories we can share. Yeah, uh, and but also, share. yeah, we've yeah. been doing a lot of uh, interesting work within that space for the yeah. last, I'd say, eight or nine months. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. where we a lot of it COVID driven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, partly where we kind of disrupted. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, good to share some of the. No, no, no. Looking with. forward to that and yeah. uh, see if we can get some realtors on us on here yeah, and wrap some feathers as well. So that'd be good. Uh, <laughs> thank you very, very much, Amit. Good seeing you as always. Until next week. Cheers, everyone. Thanks, thanks, thanks.